Welcome, everyone, to a Delco Nerd Network Rewind review, where we sit down and review some of our favorite film franchises of the past, and even some of our directors. On this season, we will be talking about a few different Chris Nolan movies. Joining me, as always, is Mr. Anthony the Gooch Raguchi. And let me show you. What? You, wait, you, oh, you, oh, I see. Okay, well now, can, I, can I, you I undo probably, it? I should probably be talking. And we just uh, fall no. out of our chairs. Amazing. <laughs> Colin, and the great Gucci. The great Gucci, <laughs> the great, the great Gucci. wonder. Yeah. And Coming joining in. us once again, Eris. I'm so sorry, I meant to ask you this. How do I pronounce your last name again? Honestly, for the health of everyone's sake, don't. Just but, don't even say it. Yeah, it's, you can say it. It's Zorzatos. Okay, I'm not gonna try again because I. But he's he's, he's putting the, he's putting the Greek. You on are it. you're putting the real the real flair on it. That you say it, Aris, it it's like you know. I think people got the idea. No, I, I know you. one person named Aris. And <laughs> he's right here. Yeah, no, same Sadly. here. Sadly, uh, but yeah, we're here to talk about the Prestige, initially released on October 20th, 2006, with a rating of PG-13. Post Watching this back, I didn't check the rating. Post 9/11, indeed. <laughs> I didn't check the rating. Uh, but I kind of half assumed it was R by the end. Really? I don't know why. I just I wasn't like for sure on it, but I was a bit surprised by the PG-13. With a production budget of $40 million, an opening weekend box office of $14.8 million, and a worldwide box office of $104.4 million. There you go. You know, not like a crazy number by any means, but uh, and it is interesting because he was coming off of Batman Begins after Yeah, this. yeah. So this is between Begins and, and Dark, Dark Knight. Knight. Yeah. So wow. where it's funny, Michael Caine... Christian Bale, kind of, you know. I mean, we'll get into Nolan it. Staples now. <laughs> we'll get into it, but the cast in this movie, I just totally forgot how stacked it is. Uh, right, the screenplay was by Chris Nolan and Jonathan Nolan, his brother, and it was based on a novel originally written by Christopher Priest by the same name. And a little description for you guys: After a tragic accident, two stage magi magicians in the late eighteen in eighteen nineties London engage in a battle to create the ultimate illusion while sacrificing everything they have to outwit each other. A good one. It's apt. Say. Yeah, very apt. Uh, but yeah, that's the proceed, gentlemen. Let's get into it. What did we think of our second Chris Nolan film for this review? Eris, please start. Oh, me? Yeah, okay. Yeah, uh, so it was my first time watching this. I love to hear it. Yeah. yeah. This was a great movie, and I think I have to watch it uh, like mandatory a few more times because it's just, it's like, uh, it's so stacking. You start recalling things of stuff that happened previously in the movie where it's not like memento where it flashes back except for like the one beginning scene Absolutely. obviously but like uh it was just i mean plain and simple just like an awesome movie and you're following along and it's it like has this build up and you start to pick up all these hints when you get near the end and you're like oh my god dude like why why didn't i pick that up i'm like that's crazy man like, yeah without the, the turn to, yeah, act two of the trick yes I, I like that because it's like um, the whole movie is kind of like the turn. No, I mean, the very beginning is Act 1, and the be very beginning is, or the very end is The Prestige, Prestige, right? But, like, that, like, you know, I think once we get into, like, the actual Act 2 of the movie, like, things just start twisting and turning, and you're like, whoa, what is, what is going on here? And it's keeps you on your toes. Sorry, I interrupted right. you. No, 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 that's, I mean, you, you got No, 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 go, go for it. That's it, that's all. That's all you got? Yeah, right, for like a what small... about you? No, I love it. Yeah. yeah. A huge step up from Memento. Like, come on. Like, drastic change in, in uh, quality here. Definitely going from, I think I was low-tier movie from Memento to high-tier film. Like, absolutely. <laughs> We're getting ahead of ourselves, yeah. but I love it. Yeah, dude. Yeah, I like, love it. Uh, this movie was fucking phenomenal. And I, I saw this movie probably when I was, like, 10 or 11. 
um, I watched this when it first came out. I like remember watching it. Like really, the only thing I recalled was uh, the Tesla machines. I forget what those are called. The machines that radiate electricity. What are they? Uh, those uh, are uh, Tesla coils. Yeah, Tesla coils. Yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I remember that, and I'm like, I, I, like Nikola Tesla's in, in in this film played by David Bowie. Which is crazy. We'll talk about him he later. looks really good. Yeah. I didn't know that was him. And when he I was only younger. died like 13 years after this, and he looks good. Like no, he, he doesn't. doesn't look old. We'll talk about uh, him a little bit more. Actually. Yeah, yeah. Um, so this movie does have historical aspects. So like, kind of thinking ahead with um, Dunkirk and Oppenheimer, like there is a little bit historical fiction in this film. Well, it's very. He- I mean, it's obvious. It's, it's very heavily based on the like magicians of the time with like Harry Houdini and all that stuff. Truly, like fighting tooth and nail to get these yeah. tricks and things and, like and that. And tapping, in, yeah. tapping into, like, the unknown science of the era. I love how they portrayed, like, fucking Tesla and fucking uh, uh, Edison, like, yeah. Edison's hitmen. Well, like, dude, apparently... I'm like, was this real? Was it, was it, it dude, do you know, was he doing that? Have you ever watched the YouTube... voltage? Yeah, so... I knew they direct were Direct current, at eight, odds. alternate current. There was yeah. a whole... There's a, a movie called Current Wars, which I wanted to see, actually. It was with um, Edward Norton, maybe, but... um. It's a very interesting... If you want to look up a YouTube video on it, I would highly recommend it. It's mm. wild. Yeah, I, I know they kind of went at each other, and obviously Edison really comes out on top, because, like, I don't think... like I think if you went up Direct to, like, current ten one. people, right. like, maybe, like, three or four could tell you who Nikola Tesla was. Like, he's been kind of, like, forgotten in, in a manner of speaking. And I don't know if this is for sure true, but I'm pretty confident Edison stole a lot of his shit. Was like like that that's kind of the big hubbub, right? Or is that or the Yeah, it's I, so- I don't know. There was some like chicanery definitely, even beyond what we saw. Basically, I guess to sum it up is like Nikola Tesla was right. It's and it all like had the fact to do of how AC traveled farther than DC was right. what what it came down to. So, so alternate current won in the end. In we're, the we're end, all, yeah. yeah but, but after we established all this DC stuff with you know and Nikola Tesla because he ended up becoming like broke. Yeah. Like towards the end of like second half of his life. He really life. got fucked. Right. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah, what I'm yeah. saying cause, like, because like nobody talks about him in in terms of like like not like Edison. No, right. No, it's, for it's sure. Totally different Absolutely. conversation. Yeah, Nikola Tesla basically. Like AC current, like was deadly, you know, because it was like uncontrollable and like right. he killed which, people. Which shows people. Yeah, in yeah, his yeah. machines, yeah. yeah, absolutely. Like his machines were wild and almost something of sci-fi. No, absolutely. Um, so stepping back from the history standpoint, um, <laughs> really, I really loved like comparing the beginning of this movie and Memento because damn, it's the same fucking thing. We start at the end again. It's uh, true. Yeah, like, we start at right. the big. We start at the reveal. It's more. It's more oh, like yeah. maybe like. You know, not like Three the very end. Right. right. We're yeah. like almost there. It's like, I was, yeah, like seven eighths of the way, maybe six. We're like right there. Right. And I'm immediately hooked in. There's some, you know, the magician, something's gone uh, wrong. Who, who is, who are these guys? Why did he murder him? What, what's going on? Unlike Memento, where I'm just watching some dude get murdered and I'm watching a bullet go back into a gun. And then you're like, also, right. yeah, and then you're just figuring out why this like, all happened. I'm a, like, I was thinking, I'm like, I'm engaged. I'm 20 minutes in, 10 minutes in. I'm like, I'm engaged. I'm like, what, what's the difference here? And I think it's just the set pieces and the setup and the way the the setting and what's going on kind of feeds into that. We're not just in a room killing a dude with no context. Like, I do have some context to kind of go Absolutely. on. Right. Um, but yeah, stacked cast, really interesting group of people. Like, you know, young ScarJo coming in. I didn't, I didn't do you want me to just read off some of the people? We go got for it. Christian Bale, Hugh Jackman, Scarlett Johansson, Michael Caine, 
Piper Parabo, which some people might know, she's been in like some random. She's stuff. the wife. I Rebe- she's the one who dies at the beginning. Uh, okay. Yeah, the, the uh, Hugh Jackman's wife. Hugh Jack- right. yeah. yeah. Um Huge action. Rebecca Hall, <laughs> David Bowie, Andy Circus. Right. I completely I've seen him. forgot. Do you know who Andy Circus? Which one's Andy? He's, he's, he's Tesla's assistant. assistant. Okay. Okay. So he looks familiar. Dollum. He is Caesar in right. um, the War of the Planet of the Apes movies. Like he. Um, he's uh, he, Ulysses he's Claw on Marvel. Yeah, oh, okay, he rarely right. plays himself he's when he's CGI for sure. He's so. been doing it. I feel like more in the past couple of years, but he was he's a big like CGI like or motion capture like pioneer. Yeah, I was like he would People probably would like motion capture. Yeah, uh, <laughs> but no, just I mean, so many amazing names in this, and yeah. it's funny Christian Bale and Hugh Jackman. What a thing I didn't know I needed. Yeah, uh, looking back. But anything else, Gooch, on your broad thoughts? No. Trio, what did you think, man? I assume you're probably in the same boat. I mean, so I've seen this movie a lot. I was telling you guys, I feel like I, I have vague memories of watching this a lot with my dad. And I just, I remember it v- pretty well, especially as it was coming back to me. But like watching it again, seeing all the little nuggets he leaves and all the little touches he puts down and, and trails to just follow. I fucking adored this movie. And it was so much fun to rewatch it and just get sucked back in. And for a two hour runtime, it deserves it. The movie looks great. Like you feel like you're in dingy, disgusting 1890s London. Uh, the the fucking performances, Christian Bale, I think, and Hugh Jackman really do just. I don't know. I was gonna say this for the end, but by the end, like I don't know who I don't like less. Yeah, right. you know what I mean. I, I, I think they do a good job too. of like just showing that these two guys are kind of both pieces of shit. shit yeah. Like especially in the beginning because. Christian, he kills his wife. Like, that's what you yeah, think. Yeah, I, I, so, that was the one thing I'm like, why did he do so that? So there's a fan theory behind this. So, uh, all right, it, let's is, just say... Is, spo- is it like Bigger Luke? <laughs> I wish. That's even better. But, um... <laughs> please look up Bigger Luke. Uh, there's a fan theory, and please, full spoilers for this movie. I just want to say off the bat, if you have not seen this film, I mean, go watch go this watch film. Go watch it. It's, like, it's, it's over, like, 15 no, years No, I know, old. but like, even... Get if, fucking like, real. Uh, no, absolutely, but that's why I still, like, I still think this is deserving of just that, like, we're gonna the spoil time, this, yeah. and I think it deserves the full, like, your full attention if you're bored, but hey, if not, go back and rewatch it. The reveal of his brother, obviously, being his double, and they're both leading the life. Like, he asks him at the end, he's like, well, who who is leading it? And he's like, we both were. were we both yeah. were both. And there's just so many little, like, touches on that early on, and, like, you, with especially the wife, she's like, some days I you believe you yeah, love me, yeah. some that days was, I don't. That was it. I'm like, oh, there's it's not today, so, you know, yeah, like, yeah. yeah. And... I forget where my original point was going, but uh, you were just saying with um, that twist of them being brothers and the breadcrumbs. Yeah, there's just yeah. it's all there in front of your eyes, and going back and looking at it, you're like, oh my god, of course. Oh yeah, and the goldfish. Too. Yes, and the goldfish. He's I, like that. I, I he's have a living fun fact. the act. Yeah, I have a fun fact about that too at the end, which is Wait, very the goldfish. The goldfish the, man. The old at the man, where who he he walks and pretends to be crippled. He lives the act, he and that is act. also the setup oh, for. Right, yeah, they are living this act, yeah. and. The, just, the, the China guy. Yeah, the yeah. China. Yeah, the Chinaman. The Chinaman I don't think that's with a, the goldfish. Yeah, yeah. I don't think that that's a, an all right term. Anymore. That's a. That's, a very that's what they call him. Which is funny. Yeah. It's really either way. Um, <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, there's just so many great reveals and so many little things. Oh yeah, I was talking about what like you don't really know which one's a piece of shit. Like Bale starts out like you killed his wife. That was it. The theory. There's a theory. Yeah. That the man that was told to tie the other knot was the other brother. Oh, so that the makes other sense. brother that makes was the one who tied the knot, and he didn't realize, realize he didn't hear him say. Because you see him that. like hesitate, and he's like, 
Wait, what's this? Like, you're like, why is he hesitating? Well, he clearly, I'm like, you know, you clearly know he did something different. Exactly. So there's that, yeah, that's the theory that it was his brother. And then he goes like, I don't know. I really don't know which one I tied. And I thought again, because that's just then an the other writer. guy is at the wedding, and yeah, or He's the like I don't f- know funeral, funeral, and of course and he doesn't know. He didn't do it for sure. Yeah, and that, that was that was interesting. It's like you know, because I'm like, you, you, I'm like, how, yeah, I'm like, what? what you, you killed her. I'm mm-hmm. like, what do you like? You like, know, what do you mean, dude. Guy? I'm like, <laughs> it's I, like, well, how do you not know? And that's what Hugh Jackman's like. How do you not know? Like, Just you just killed somebody. Exactly. Wow, like it, does, it doesn't. It, it doesn't make any sense. Like, why would you like that? I was missing a part there. Not not that it was bad, but I'm like something. Because they, here. again, I'm, like, I'm watching and they sense. spend a lot of time on that knot talk. There's like at the beginning, he's like, "Don't tie that fucking bloody knot. It's not a good wet knot. Don't do it." And he's like, "Okay." And then yeah, that that comes back obviously when she drowns. But it's just it was a really interesting reveal. And like again, you can pick up so many little fan theories throughout this movie if you want to. But Overall, I just fucking thoroughly enjoyed it. A lot of disguises. Just yeah, men in disguises. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which I, I, I don't know why I appreciate yeah, it. Nothing just, like too crazy, but yeah. enough to like, you know, throw you off from a crowd or far enough away, you know. Yeah, because I was I was surprised to see him like guised up and you know with the you know with the bullet yeah. in the gun when he puts it back in I was they, they, they bring that up so much it's like you know if somebody right, puts so a button happen? or a bullet and they say it like three yeah, or four times yeah, and right. then they do it he's like oh he's putting the bullet in I'm like did he not see that Ian did, well and it's funny <laughs> I was like, watching with my roommate and Ian's like why is he mad and I'm like because he shot him with the thing he's like that was Hugh Jackman I'm like yeah what do you mean he got <laughs> yeah. engrossed in it with me too which was funny he's like this movie's so much better than I remembered but uh yeah yeah, I don't know. Who do you think's the bigger asshole by the end? Borden. You think so? Absolutely. One of the Bordens. And almost, I, I think if you were to watch it back, I think you can slowly piece together which one's which. Well, they if tell you think absolutely. About it. Yeah, you probably yeah. can. Well, and even by the end when the one's walking off, he's like, you're right, I should have left him to his trick. I'm sorry about your wife. Right. Like, So the one who seemed to be magic obsessed seems to be the one who was killed. Killed. Yeah. yeah, and that then kind of trickles down, and you can go back through and watch the whole film. And be like, "You're, I think you're absolutely right." Because the days she's like, "I don't believe you today," so that means that's the other brother. Right. That means it's it's the other one and stuff. So, it's great little stuff. Uh, my thing keeps closing. The Tesla stuff. What did you think about that? Like just Bowie coming in and just giving like. I thought it was cool. I mean, like, you got to figure like you're like. All right, he had the whole electricity and stuff like Borden sure. acted, and you're like, you know, so he actually did go and visit him, and then you you figure out what happened with uh like the hats and the cat and whatnot yeah. and stuff, yeah, and like the cats and the hat, the, the hat, the cat and the hat. Um, but like, I was like, dude, what's he gonna do with this? Is he gonna one up? Because you know, it's all about one upping. So I was like, is he gonna have like him pop out of three different places now that he has like more? clones i guess you know for sure but like then to find out what he ends up using it for and like you know tesla's like warning him like yo dude like relax on this this isn't really what you think it is it's not he's like you can't convince me like uh, you know you know i'm a man with well at first i was like why is he stealing his money why would he? Why, yeah, why, 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 why would he? Why would he do all this and then be like, "Yeah, I'm not gonna actually I'm not, no. I, I, Yeah, I'm not gonna give you what you want." Mm-hmm. And then he like folds again, like within the same scene. I was like, "Well, no, I don't." Again, I don't think he was folding. He's just like, "It's not ready." Like I'm trying to like I I haven't ironed out all the kinks. And then he didn't realize that it was going outside, I guess, or something that it was cloning it and just displacing it. Right. Is that a real thing? No. 
Like, no, there, like, is there, there was, some science or theory behind it? I know he was definitely trying. It's like, it's like trying translocation, to, right? Yeah, technically. But again, I think like it just clones him and then creates the clone somewhere else nearby. So there's not an exact science to it. That's what he he keeps saying. He's like, there's there's rarely an exact science. But then, there's rarely an exact science. But he didn't know it was cloning it in the beginning. No, right? Because he like the hats Hugh were Jackman di- found out. Walking yeah. outside. Yeah. yeah. All he was cats yeah. and, well, and hats. That's the thing. He was trying to create a teleportation, and he's like, it's not, the th- the object's not moving. It was cloning. So it's it. not work. So it's right. not working. Right. So I guess the idea is he didn't even think to go, like, oh, I'm going to look and see if there's another one around. Right. He was thinking it wasn't working. Because even a- Andy Serkis at the one point, he's like, he's like, I didn't run this test because it never moved or something like that. Um, but yeah, I think the whole, that whole machine, I think, can go one of, two ways because i mean he creates a replicator and it's like well, hugh jackman what are you gonna you have a replicator and he's doing yeah. this and then he's just doing it with a he's just, magic trick is a right. hundred days long and you know why it because the idea is he's just trying you realize by the end he's just trying to lure in borden to right. frame him and he's just like i'm gonna do 100 and hopefully he shows up if he doesn't oh that yeah, was the whole okay. idea that the, was the point that was the point Hence yeah. the first scene, which you don't understand fully because it looks like he killed him. Like or he's they, coming. Well, yeah. yeah, that's they set it up like he is coming up on it. Like what the fuck? I'm I'm just trying to figure out something. What here. was up with the blind guy down there? I know we're totally. They explain. No, we gotta hop around. You, he explains it by the end. They're blind stagehands because they don't want them seeing what's going on. Right, and, he, and but that's Kane why in and he Cutter. Goes, Michael Caine's character, he's like, you shouldn't have come backstage because he's cloning himself. And I was thinking, I'm like, is this water tank? Is he is he opening the trap door to just fool him to make him think that he's at? It's like he's being transported, but oh, they're just opening the trap so Borden catches on that they're like, he's like, there is a something, trap door, and that's the thing. Yeah. He's trying to figure it out. Like, I know it's the same person. How is he doing this? All we know is that he has a trap door, and he's right. and his. And his fucking envy just keeps getting the best. Right, of and they're moving the tank. Uh, like, and can I you, think can you imagine how much show. money that would cost? Hundred of those tanks. Oh yeah, and just again, if you them. start thinking, there are parts where if you really try to want to break down the logistics hundred, of this, they have to dispose of hundred bodies and drown them all. Yeah. Well, again, and every time he does the performance, he kills himself. Sorry. No, you're good. And he's Plank like, at the end, here. he's like, he's like, I don't know if I'm the one going in or, the, or if I'm going to be the one going mm-hmm. in and coming out, and. There is this kind of interesting chain because the first time he clones himself, he kills the other guy. Yeah, he, right. the guy in the machine end. kills the man so, outside the machine. Right. So, but, but then from then on, the, is the clone him the one who, like, which one is which? And I think they both think they're the original. Is the whole thing like they both believe in the moment that they are right the per the real. Not new Jackman, Angie. original Jackman. Jackman, yeah. And he, <laughs> OG Jackman. OG Jackman, old Jackman, if you will. And old man Logan. Jackman. He just keeps killing himself every time to basically right, make sure there's only one around. And that's why the trap door is there, so he just drowns them. For, For sure. the act. Yeah. yeah. And this is all just born out of, I love the idea of it just all being born out of just pure envy. I mean, it starts with Borden killing his wife. And then he goes and shoots him in the hand. The Jackman goes and shoots Borden. Which, you know, he was going to kill him. Right? Right. right. Like, yeah. he was... If, yes. if what's-his-name didn't come in and and hit the gun, he was going to murder him. He was going to murder him. Chest. Yeah. yeah. So I feel like two. if I was Borden at that point, I'd be like, I killed your wife. Let's... We'll call yeah, it like even. That, that's what they I don't understand. Keep... He starts it, so he's the bad guy. Like, why kill his wife? Like, what does he get out of that? 
Uh, but again, I don't think it was on purpose. I think it was genuinely an accident. But like, if he really was an accident, why would he then continue to kind of like, like he doesn't act very sorry about it? And then, well, he does. He comes and, and says Angie's sorry. Like, well, now you have a family and a kid. You took those things away from me. It does kind of look like he doesn't really care. No, absolutely. Well, again, only one of those people, only care. one of the brothers, killed him. Yeah. Right. So true. that's the other part. The person, so the guy, fifty percent, the man with <laughs> yeah, exactly yeah, yeah. the man, the brother with that loves the family and has the child, probably cares. Is the one who cared and and is, and is like, the one that who but did who, not who kill. probably didn't kill her. Right. Right. And is really facing the brunt of all this, but he ends up actually living at the end and getting away with it. But you know, his wife kills herself and all that, so yeah. he suffers. I kind of figured that was gonna. I'm like, she's gonna kill herself. 100%. I I do think there is this interesting plot element of like he's so committed to the bit, they are so committed to the bit, right? That they are living this life not, and it's not like one of them are living each other. Like they said, they are both equally Borden and equally, Reed. um, what's his name? I can't remember. Uh, Fuller or something, um. But you, you didn't pick up name. on him at all throughout the movie. His but like, yeah, the guy, like, did yeah. you assume like no, you were just dude. like, oh, because from the beginning, Michael Caine calls it. He's like, how it's how is he double. doing this trick? He's like, it's a bloody double, and I'm like, it is Michael Caine. It is. And then yeah. the only thing that drew back my thoughts is when the chick said, like, what makes your trick different is the the yeah, hand you know, injury. The yeah, he's like, she's like, no, it's the same person. And then later on, when you see them, like, you know, he puts a wooden dowel in his mouth, and they just, I'm like, damn, dude, the one who's getting his fingers chopped off, that's the dude committed. And the and the girl, the, the wife goes, why is this bleeding? Again, there's so, right, why is this bleeding it's the again? different one. Because yeah. he just cut it again a week right. ago. So many little breadcrumbs yeah. that I, I really picked really up Really, just like, I mean, like, hey, like, Nolan, I mean, like, I don't think the Batman series, maybe except for Dark Knight Rises, has, like, extremely smart writing. Like, cle like maybe... Yeah, I think actually, he's a great writer. I was going to say... Just, let me take that back. Yeah. Maybe not in Batman Begins. Batman Begins, Begins is a pretty base movie, but in Dark Knight and Dark Knight Rises, well, there are moments of, like, oh, shit. Well, yeah. Like, I those think twists For moments. sure. Yeah, I yeah. think Batman Begins is much more of a straightforward plot. Right. And it's just done... Incredibly there well. are flashbacks. And there <laughs> are flashbacks. <laughs> but I mean, this movie, I'll, I'll just, this is a fun fact. How many time jumps do you think there are in this movie? Um, I, so, so that was interesting because I'm like, uh, Cutter does say, he, or somebody says he goes away for two years and come back. So I'm like, oh. Like Colorado Springs. But even in like, scene, right. like from scene to scene, there, there's 140 time jumps in this film. Really? What? Back wow, and that, forth. They did of it like, smooth. The fact how much this movie it almost really. probably doesn't matter. Weeks, How much months? this movie? Well, not even necessarily like. I that. mean, think of, look at the daughter. She grows yeah, up to exactly. maybe four or five or six. Right. This movie's so well told that you don't even realize right, it. And it, and it, and it just kind of, and even time jumps in the way of like, sure, it's moving forward in time, but like it starts at the, be at the end of the movie at the beginning, and you're seeing like things well, in different perspectives. Well, once and once we start at the beginning, we start as Angier's going to Colorado Springs to. Recruit to, to go to uh, Tesla. Tesla and make, yeah. get the Tesla coil. A lot of journal reading of each other's journals in this movie. A lot more than I remembered because at the, at the beginning it's Borden I, reading reading Angier's journal about him reading Borden's journal. Yeah, <laughs> and then it's like it, by the a end, journal it's within a journal. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's interesting. Apparently, yeah. that's the whole how the whole novel is structured. Re though. Real quick. I do want to comment. Yeah. Um. There's always this Nolan audio thing, and in this movie, you found it. Or you found that it was the same? 
Um, I found that the the dialogue is sometimes is really low, especially mm. when they're reading the diaries. So I'm like, I can't fucking hear what interesting you're saying. Yeah, <laughs> like, I didn't notice that Tara a ton in this one, but I do notice that a lot more in his newer newer films. That's like a big criticism with Nolan now is I think it's just not well done. Kirk apparently is loud as shit. Well, I know that was a big complaint in Tenet too, especially in the theater. Uh, but yeah, Chris Nolan he apparently just likes doing it that way for some reason. I don't I don't really understand it. Uh, I, I do want to talk about the costumes and just the sets and the way of like it looks. So I love Hugh Jackman walking around the street. He's got his top hat on. He's got his nice satin suit. And everyone right. Just looks yeah. really good. And then Borden looks all all disgusting and and dirty. No it's showmanship. Very, it's very slobs versus snobs in a lot and of the, ways. The twin looks like even shittier. You For know? sure. Yeah. H- yeah. How about the uh, the the Angier double? That was definitely another actor. No. You think? It's him. No, it is him. It is him? Yeah. Oh, the drunk dude was Yeah, yeah it was Dude, cute. it looks like Wait, another so guy. So they changed a few little things on. Yeah. Uh, uh, His jump. chin's a little Where different. Yeah, yeah, The yeah. nose, too. Like, he had, like, a bump. So Hugh is that, Jackman is... That, is that a fun fact? It is a fun fact. Yeah. We'll, we'll jump ahead a little bit here. Yeah. Hugh Jackman is fitted with prosthetic earlobes while playing the character of Robert Angier's British lookalike double in contrast with Hugh Jackman, who doesn't have earlobes. So I guess I think he kind of he, he put his he, he put his mouth forward a little bit too that like changes his like his jawline uh, a little yeah I think because I was I was just staring I'm like it's a different no, dude I'm no, like it really him. looks like a different guy the Who double looks- shots in this after watching the Flash especially how do they do it so well like it looks so yeah, good it looks like I, I'm curious how they they must just film two separate plates and layer them on top of each other. But it just looks so good, especially well, in those ma- quick that moments. many scenes where like they're like standing there, no, like, they're touching on, each other's face no, for sure. But there's a good moment. Couch and like the other dude, right? Is, like, and but even with Bale, yeah. like they double him up in a couple scenes. Of course, not a ton, but enough. Uh, it's just it, it was very interesting and very well done in that respect. Uh, blind sage hands, we covered that. Duplication, we covered that. Michael Caine's character. What do we think about him? Michael Caine. Michael Caine. Michael Caine. Kind of a piece of shit, I guess. <laughs> just, sort of, but like the he's the only one that that's not obsessed. Yeah, but it. he clearly takes a side. Takes but Borden's he t- side. But he takes Borden's like I don't get that good guy side. Like by the end, yeah. because he knows he knows now he knows Borden. Borden had another Anthony one. Borden's in this, and, yeah. Borden, <laughs> and the <laughs> shitty guy who did all seems to have done all the shitty stuff to Angier and kind of deserved some of what he got. Got died. He was hung. So right. I, I think by the end, Michael Caine's like, listen, I get he killed your, your wife. I don't think he did it on purpose. He's got a daughter. Like you're gonna let him yeah. hang. Like all this stuff. Like I get it. You're you're rivaling assholes, but like, come on. I I do think by the end, Andrew's kind of set up like more of the villain. Yes. And I, but I don't agree with it. But like, <laughs> I, I do think it's well balanced enough to the point of where I kind of think they're both pieces of shit. I, I do. Like I, right, I do because yeah. like. I get it. Angier's pissed off. His wife died. But, like... But then he eventually know. said he, like, doesn't they care about both, his wife they anymore. They both had moments where they could have pulled back right. by the end, and they didn't. And especially Borden, by the end, he couldn't leave well enough alone, and he took the bait that Angier wanted him to take. One thing you kept bringing up, and you know, we're talking about the, the rivalry. No, no. Um, I think it's really rare to see... Uh, quite the rivalry between two characters like this. You, you know, obviously we have our heroes and our villains, but like these are like essentially two colleagues. Sure, just kind of yeah. 
going back and forth with one uh, with one another with like the complete and utter savagery. Yeah. Um, and it's just it's like and they're just two guys. Like there's nothing special about these two people. Yeah. They're, they're dedicated. They're obsessed. dedicated magicians. They're definitely yeah, right. you know, like there's some zeal there, but like I don't know. I just found it really compelling. Yeah, you know, it's not like a, it's not like a you know like a Marvel movie where it's the good guy versus the bad guy, and they. It's not the melodramatic. Powers. It's not yeah. like Star Wars where yeah. you, there's, there's clearly something taken the good out and the bad. Of, there's yeah. something taken out of it that actually adds to it. Well, no, that's and that's what again. These are more very much a gray type of film in the in the way. Yeah, of, it's yeah. not like I said melodramatic where right. you have the dark. The dark side, side and, and, the, the, and the light side, side right. you know, like it's right. it's not very yeah, easy you, to call. You, you definitely you definitely make your own opinion. About of course, it. oh yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I'm just saying, like you eventually see Hugh Jackman just like it's like a nice fade into like yeah. him basically turning into Borden's obsession. Like yeah, so they they just it's just so smooth. Well, and I did like the 140 cut legs. Absolutely, and you see even Hugh Angier's kind of like slide down to like the mud because at the beginning he's like I'm not gonna kill this pigeon. Like come mm. on, I don't want to do. And then by the end he's kidnapping Pharaoh. Like at the, I totally forgot about that part where yeah, he like falls through the thing and he buries him alive to get the to get the trick. I'm like, see, that's where like Angier starts to like. I'm like, dude, just leave it. Like you're, there's a part where uh, let it go, Michael man. Caine's character, he's like, it's when uh, Angier's double wants more money, and he's like, mm-hmm. just stop the trick, stop the trick. You're on top right now. Keep doing the other things. You're winning. You're right. at the top. You don't need to do anything else. Uh, and he's like, no, we keep doing the trick. Pay him whatever he wants, and we'll figure it the fuck out. We need to figure out how he does it, and then then, we'll, then we got it. Right. And again, Kane's like, it's a fucking double, which uh, I did love how much throughout the movie. He's just like, that's what it is, you idiot. It's really good. Michael Kane's always right. Michael Kane is always right. <laughs> I'm God, I hope Listen he acts until he can't act no more. Yeah, like uh, the, the one, going back to the bird thing, I love like the vest thing they used for that trick so like many just, cool little props yeah i'm like i'm like wow i'm like like did, I, I would imagine that's probably based on something that really 100%. existed yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, i would assume so yeah yeah it's it's funny um well what i was gonna say was like when um when borden goes on stage with the trick when they both have their hands on the box and he just fucks the lady's hands on well like, again oh, that's yeah. where like, jesus i think borden could have been like, like all right i got my finger shot off i killed his wife Let's call here. But then he goes back and he's like, "No, I'm gonna fuck up your day." Snaps the bird and he breaks right. the girls. Yeah, yeah and then he, the and then he messes. Just... You know, and then he he kind of gets to the double and like persuades him to kind of yeah to take power. And he fucks up and he's like, "Ah, go across the street to uh, what's his name, the professor." Yeah, yeah. Bad name. I like the great Danton. Dan, Dan, yeah, Danton. Yeah. It's French. It is French. <laughs> How did you like the reveal of ScarJo being a, a two time and? Um. I mean, she did it for. Did you see love. it coming? I know, no, I know, but did you see it coming? Like, no, did you? Because no, no. I thought it's so funny. Even looking back, I, I couldn't quite remember what the reveal was on that end. I was, she comes in and he's like, he accuses her, of course, of actually working with Borden now, and then she gives him the journal, and that reveal of when he's like, and now you're reading my, my journal, journal. And, and you know, <laughs> <laughs> the look on <laughs> some great acting by Hugh Jackman of just pure, so, just like what. Fuck. What? Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, Damn it. <laughs> yeah, like he starts to almost tear up, like, because then uh, it's it's really great stuff. It really is. Uh, anything else, like, specific you gentlemen want to get into? Um, yeah, there was something else I wanted to bring up. Um, we don't need to see a lot of, like, magician movies. So I think this is a pretty cool, like, niche. For sure. This like, was released the same year as The Illusionist. Yeah, The Illusionist is, so is the other Which I also film. haven't seen. We talked about this. Yeah. And that time, Edward yeah. Norton is in that? Yeah. 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 And is it similar? 
similar-ish plot in the way of like it's like magicians trying to keep their secrets and yeah. you know in the so, same and time then, and I all think that. like the most modern... Are they one up in each other too? No, I, I think it's more just about one magician rather than like a rivalry, but uh. I, I can't remember for sure. I think the more modern uh, magician movie is Now You, can, now you See Me, yeah. right? With uh, uh, yeah, Eisenberg sure. yeah. and uh, I think uh, Woody Harrelson. That is that? absolutely another magician movie. Yeah, but like there's not... <laughs> there's not <laughs> yes. Yeah. Factually, yes. Yeah. There, there really aren't many of them. Well, uh, is there like... Is, I'm sorry, Gucci. Is there you a biopic about... on Houdini? Yeah, from there's there's also a like uh, a good one. There's a I think they did a yeah I think they did <laughs> like one with Adrian Brody on like Discovery or something. It was like a, that seems like a you know I I you know Harry Houdini is Gooch, I think cool you're forgetting figure. one of the most seminal magicians films ever. Uh, <laughs> the great ah oh, fuck what is it called? Oh, uh, the Burt Wonderstone. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Brain rapist. You know, like, <laughs> where it's like with Jim Carrey. That actually. movie's probably not that funny, but I remember it actually en- enjoying it somewhat. Uh... Yeah, I think it's a very interesting kind of time to explore. And even like looking into the history, like we talked about earlier, of people were at each other's throats at this time, especially in the entertainment the industry. Industrial revolution. You're trying yeah. to keep at, you want to get the big theaters where you're making the most money, you want the fame. Like it was very cutthroat. I think actually The Illusionist might be based on B.T. Barnum or, or P.T. Barnum or whatever, too. I, I don't, I might be wrong on that, but it's Isn't it's that the greatest super- showman? That's all right. So that's what I'm getting. But that's not a. Ma- he's not a magician. He's no, just he's, a, he's a piece of shit. Also, Hugh Jackman. Absolutely. He's, that also, guy, he's <laughs> also Hugh Jackman. But I'm pretty confident Pete, the real PT Barnum was an absolute trash individual. But yeah, either way, uh, yeah. So many good little things in this movie. I cannot recommend it enough. I kind of feel bad if you kind of got all the reveals from us here already. But please go watch. I would it. hope you've seen the movie. I would have hoped so too. It's Anything else, guys? We want to talk about that I'm missing. I feel like we kind of actually kind of mm. organically hit. No, oh no, that was here. it. It's a, it's a pretty like, uh, even though it's like a twisty turny movie, it's pretty like easily contained. Like, well, it's not, but like, it's we easy, just I think it's like, easily comprehensible for how how much is really going on when you think right. about it. Right, like it, it it does a great job of like, yeah, you get it. Like you're not going like it's you want to watch it again for sure, and you're gonna get more. But I think the first time around, you're like, this was this was pretty great. But, yeah. I think the only thing that made me think, and then I kind of stopped myself because I was like, I don't, I don't think that's part of it. It's mm-hmm. like the last scene is when he's walking away. It zooms in on the two tanks that have Hugh Jackman in them. Mm-hmm. Yes, you it know. Does. So I was like, I don't know. Does he have a dude like hiding in the like another Hugh Jackman in the background that just watched all this and just decided like, all right, you guys use the replicator, you guys do the show, and then whoever dies dies, you know. But like, it's an interesting thought. I I don't think that's kind of a layer yeah, they were thinking, like but still, much, yeah. no, I, I like that. I like the thought. There's a third a third Jackman, third Jackman. Yeah, Prestige Two's hey, coming um, out next year. A quad Jack, quad Jack, quad, quad Jack, New Jackman, Two Jackman, Old Jackman, Three Jackman, Quinn Jackman, Quinn Jackman, a quintuplet. All right, gentlemen, let's move on to some fun facts. <clears throat> so this is kind of uh, more on the history. The intense rivalry between the two lead characters mirrors the competitive nature of the film industry itself, making it a metaphor for the challenges and sacrifices filmmakers face in their pursuit of excellence. Did, did Chris Nolan say that? I think so. I don't know. <laughs> it sounds like something he would say. So this, I thought this was actually really funny. <clears throat> so the man at the beginning, the, China, the Chinese man at the beginning of the movie, Chinaman. is based... Ch- no, I, I know I th- I'm pretty <laughs> confident that's a bad... I'm not yeah. saying... <laughs> Either way... I'm a good guy. Which, <laughs> yeah. I, 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 like, I like them, okay? No, uh, that's a pre nine eleven term, by the way. <laughs> yeah, pre, definitely pre nine eleven. So that man Chung Lung Chung Ling Su was based on a real person. He was a stage performer and a character 
created by William Ellsworth Robinson, a white man who disguised himself as a Chinese man to cash in on audience enthusiasm for the exotic at the time. Robinson lived as Chung, never breaking character in public until, until he died in March of 1918 when a bullet catch trick went wrong and his only spoken words do. were, my God, I've been shot. They were the, both his last words and the only spoken English words he's ever said in public. Wow. <laughs> dude, that is commitment. Can you imagine? Dude. He lived the bit. He lived he the lived bit. I mean, like, <clears throat> um, Teller is the one who doesn't talk, right? The pen and Teller? I think so, yeah. yeah. But he can actually talk, right? Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. But, like, he doesn't. No, he lives the bit. Dude. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's the same thing. It's maybe not. They're probably, you know, obviously they're the more. They're like probably well, some of the like most it's famous a lot easier magicians. back at that time too, yeah. where it's like you're not really gonna. No one's gonna pull out a camera if you're out of character and right. something. You're, right. <clears throat> Everything's not scrutinized under a microscope. You know. Absolutely. Yeah. This was actually, I thought, a really fun one. I didn't notice it in the moment when Andy Serkis's character Ali is introduced. He makes a reference to a magic trick in which one person guesses the item in a person's pocket. The same trick fooled yeah. Circus's character of Gollum in The Hobbit. That's like what happened. He plays that game with a... Uh, right, what's, what's in his pocket. Yeah, he's yeah, like, what's, yeah. in the, what's in my pockets? Yeah, in The, I thought that was in the Hobbit or... In it's the, in The Hobbit. Yeah, yeah it's, it's in when, the first uh, Hobbit. <clears throat> it's when uh, he gets the ring from him. Uh, yeah, Bell Bell. yeah, yeah, yeah. That's so, funny, actually. <laughs> a little Bowie stuff here. David Bowie initially declined the role of Nikola, Nikola Tesla in Christopher Nolan's film, but Nolan personally convinced him to accept it believing Bowie's charismatic presence would enhance the storyline about Tesla inventing a teleportation I machine. don't know if it's charismatic. It's more mysterious. Sure, yeah. You know, right. He, like, seems like a... He, uh, his his larger-than-life kind of, you know, presence. Persona, yeah. 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 And I, I think, you know, I think apparently he was, like, very happy. He's like, I want him, or I don't know if I even want to do this movie if we can't get him. Wow. So, pretty interesting stuff there. Uh, so, Rick J., the only genuine magician in the cast of The Prestige served as the film's magic consultant and trained Hugh Jackman and Christian Bale in sleight of hand techniques, despite his character being a terrible magician in the movie. He's the guy at the beginning where he's like, they're working for, and he's like, he's a shitty magician. He doesn't do anything. Oh, new. Yeah, yeah. So he was a real magician, and he was their only consultant on set, which was interesting. Pretty cool way to kind of incorporate him into the movie. <clears throat> Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, they call him a shitty magician, but it's fine. Oh, uh, I mean, yeah, yeah, it's just a character. <laughs> no, of course, I'm joking. So. Adapting novels to film, of course, requires adjustments. Christopher Nolan made some changes when adapting The Prestige. One major alteration was removing a modern-day subplot involving Angier and Bourdain's, or Borden's descendants, likely to streamline the two-hour run. Yeah, that would, have, that would have been maybe pushing the line a yeah, little bit. Absolutely. The elaborate laboratory used, in for, used for Nikola Tesla's experiments was constructed on a massive scale. It was, it was a fully functional set with working electric devices. I knew it. I and knew adding it. I knew the it. adding to the authenticity of the film. Fucking yeah. Nolan. Again, dude. Nolan <laughs> over the top. Well, it's just he he wants it to be in frame as much as like as much as he can and I do appreciate that, especially like it just feels like you're in an actual place. You're not on a bullshit like green screen or something. Right. Like I mean, that. it seems like films like Inception and Interstellar is where he really had to fold on that. Oh, of course. I mean, yeah. Whereas like, right, we, how are you going to film in space? Right. We, <laughs> we got to use CGI. Absolutely, for sure. But I mean, even still, like when he's on the ships and stuff, like very much real sets and things like that. When you're showing, of course, like, you know, you're going around the black hole or whatever. You need that CGI shot. But uh, uh, I'm actually really excited to talk about Interstellar. I guess that will that's be next. our next one. Yeah. yeah that's Good timing for Starfield. Dude. Absolutely. Yeah. It lines <laughs> right up. Yeah. Absolutely. Well. 
That wraps us up, I think. Can you take us that out? That does wrap us up. Guys, if you're not watching live, which you aren't, but you can usually watch us live at twitch.tv slash Delconer Network. You can find this podcast anywhere podcasts are found. Just search Delco Nerd Network or youtube.com slash Delco Nerd Network. You can find us on Facebook, facebook.com slash Delco Nerd Network, at Delco Nerds on Instagram, Twitter, All uh, the good TikTok, stuff. yeah, threads, if, you know. Red to we're gonna be yeah uh, Pornhub. <laughs> <laughs> um, I didn't set up our account yet. <laughs> Continue. <laughs> um, you can find all this information at talkundernetwork.com as well as you can join our Discord there. Join the fun conversation. We've been talking a lot about Starfield recently. This should still that still should be accurate probably by the time uh, this, I'd say so. This yeah. goes live, but fellas, fellow magicians. Abracadabra Gooch. Yeah, I'm trying. I, I, I'm looking Sh- for like a, like a something cool to say, but it's not common. For Trio Ferreris, I'm Gooch. Thanks for watching, guys. Stay nerdy, and we'll see you next time. That was the prestige. Follow the boys, man. Mm-hmm.